This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. Well, our big thanks to Community Law Otago for keeping our segment going during lockdown. Of course, we're having to reach out into people's bubbles and uh, we're going to uh, invade Samantha's bubble this morning to talk about jury trials. Uh, Morena, good to have you with us, Samantha. Atamaria, thanks for having me. Tell us, tell us what's, what circumstances are you living under at the moment? What's your bubble like? Um, I'm in a flat at the moment um, with postgraduate students, so... And I'm sure you've all got noses down, tail up, studying hard all the time, Samantha. Oh, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, look, uh, thanks so much for uh, joining us bright and early on the awesome morning show to talk about jury trials for today's segment of Speak Legal. So let's delve into this and uh, explain. Um, Let's start with a bit of a definition. What is a jury trial, Samantha? Sure. So a jury trial is just what it sounds like. It's a criminal trial um, with a jury deciding if the defendant is guilty or not guilty. And that jury is made up of 12 randomly selected people from the community. Okay. And those are those people on the list. That's basically sort of a combination of the electoral rolls, and uh, isn't it? And, uh, and they're just literally drawn from random whenever uh, a set of jury trials is coming up and scheduled for the district and high courts. They get this huge panel of uh, of nominations and they draw them out randomly. So yeah, there'll probably be a number of our listeners, Samantha, who've already had the experience of being caught up in this way. So when would there be a jury trial and when is it not appropriate? When does it just uh, a standalone thing before a judge? Sure. So um, jury trials happen for criminal trials, um, but that those can be judge alone as well. So a judge alone trial happens when the offence has a maximum penalty of two years or fewer. So those sort of lower level offences, you could say. Um, for cases above that threshold, the defendant has the right to choose a jury trial, um, and that's usually in the district court. Otherwise, the trial is judge alone again. Um, But for the more serious offences like murder with those high maximum penalties, you'll usually have a trial in the High Court and it will be a jury trial then. So let's talk now about the roles in these trials. What does the jury do and what does the judge do in a jury trial? Mm -hmm. In jury trials, the jury is the fact finder. They look at all the evidence that's been given to them by both sides, the prosecution and the defence, and they decide what the facts are, and then on those facts, the jury decides whether the prosecution has proven beyond reasonable doubt whether the defendant committed the offence in question. Um, that is to say, they find whether or not the defendant is guilty. Um, and the judge, in jury trials, the judge decides on matters of law. Matters of law are things like what does the legislation mean, what evidence is admissible, are the parties questioning and cross-examining witnesses correctly. Um, and they also give directions to the jury if the jury asks questions or on points that might need clarifying. In a judge alone trial, the judge acts as the fact finder as well as finding points of law. All right. So we've talked a little bit about the kind of random selection process for being um, called up as a potential juror, but how does someone actually end up on the jury? Yeah, so like you said, it's not randomly selected as in they stand on the street and go, you can't be on the jury, there's a role that they... um, select from and so the first thing that happens is you get summoned for jury service um there's usually a letter in the post and then you do have to go to that otherwise you can get a fine a fine rather um 
You might be exempt, though, if you belong to a category of people who are disqualified from jury service or if the court excuses you or allows you to put it off to a later date. Um, so the people on the day, all the people who are summoned, go on over to the courthouse and all of their names are placed in a ballot box and then they call your name and you go forward and then you're on the jury. So it's that sort of random selection. But when you're walking up, the prosecution and defence might challenge the selected people before they sit down, in which case they can't serve on the jury. Um, so they can challenge, each each the prosecution and defence can challenge up to four people, <coughs> sorry, without reason, and they can also challenge if the person won't be impartial or if there might be some other factor, for example, a disability, that prevents them from serving on the jury effectively. Yeah, and really important to note here that, you know, if you're part of that process, it can be a bit weird uh, as, as you're being called up to the jury box. And, it, you, you know, I've seen it happen where people are about to take their seat and uh, one side or other um, issues one of their four allowed challenges and, and, and away you go, you have to go and sit down. There's all sorts of reasons why people... Um, when putting juries together might want to do that and it's usually nothing personal it's just they're looking at the demographics of the of the jury in relation to the offence and all that kind of thing and it's something they can do for the first four challenges anyway without having to justify it in any way whatsoever as far as the judge is concerned so definitely don't need to take that personally if you're challenged going up to the jury box let's have a, yeah, a talk not. <laughs> let's have a talk now about about you know how and why this works i mean what are the advantages and 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 the disadvantages of juries compared to judge alone trials sure so um i mean with judge alone trials a judge alone definitely has um, a lot of knowledge coming into a trial they see these things a lot and they're very knowledgeable people when it comes to the law and to the sorts of situations that come before the courts so you might argue that a judge is also more likely to be driven by facts than by emotions that might come up because criminal trials can be really, you know, quite intense things to be in. Um, but that all said, the judge's sort of entrenchment and knowledge of the system is exactly why some thinkers like jury trials because they bring in the layperson's perspective into the courtroom, which when we're looking at putting a person in prison is a good thing. It means that their fate is, hand their fate is not in just in the hands of one judge, but a panel of 12 of their peers. Um, so jury trials are actually seen as a feature of our democracy because if the state, with all of its power, wants to put a person in prison because it thinks they committed a crime, then they need to prove it beyond reasonable doubt to a panel of the defendant's peers, to the community. Um, and it also helps to prevent people being thrown in jail arbitrarily for no real reason. It also means that the justice system has people who aren't insiders of the whole thing playing an active role, which makes the system more accessible to the public. Yeah, it's a really interesting discussion, that one, isn't it, Samantha? I'm sure there are all sorts of opinions about the merits and otherwise of juries, um, sometimes you know, around the complexity of cases, uh, whether, mm -hmm. whether lay people can handle all of the expert evidence that's thrown their way in these complex trials that sometimes go on for weeks or months. But you know, that's the system we have, and... Um, and for the most part, it seems to work quite well. Now, you mentioned um, not having kind of insiders on a jury. What if the jury has someone who is part of the court system on it, you know, in, in the way that a judge is? Oh, yeah, that would, um, that's a very good point. It would be very unusual because people who are a regular part of the system, like lawyers, are disqualified from being members of the jury. Um, so they probably won't be called in, <laughs> um, which I think does sort of speak to that rationale of jury members being representatives of our wider community. It really 
backs up that reasoning, I think. Yeah, and perhaps uh, otherwise anyone who might have a connection with the court system might get filtered out through that challenge process that we talked about earlier as well. So there's some mm-hmm. some safeguards around all that. Well, really interesting. Let's hope that our listeners don't have to face um, themselves uh, in, in the defendant's position when uh, facing a jury, but it's entirely possible and indeed quite likely that most of us um, through the course of our our lifetimes might well get called up for, for jury duty. And, you know, it's a bit of a process, so we could talk about that too, just the, uh, the imposition on people's time and how difficult maybe it is for people to negotiate being on a jury during their business working lives and so forth but there it is as we say it's the system that's in there at the moment and uh, Samantha thanks for giving us a little bit more clarity around how jury systems work in Aotearoa New Zealand and thank you for joining us for Speak Legal Go Well Samantha we look forward to an opportunity when uh, a little bit further down the track you and the team are back on deck at Community Law Otago but obviously at the moment just working remotely and still being able to provide some of your services that way Mm -hmm. Thanks very much for having me it's great to still be able to be a part of it from home. Community Law Otago. Free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Princess Street, Dunedin. Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 474-1922 or 0800-169-333 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the Law Faculty, University of Otago, training for life. And of course those community sessions, those visiting sessions, not going at the moment during Level 4, but you can still get in touch with Community Law Otago through that phone number and you can find them online as well. And we'll update you as to their services whenever there's a change in levels. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.